You're listening to the Brief Time Podcast. This is a podcast all about doing content differently. I'm your host, Fiona, and today I'm talking about how long you should spend on your content. Now, just quickly before we get into this very short, really length episode, I wanted to let you know that to go along with the episode, there are some actually useful podcast show notes. It's a worksheet for you to put into action all the things I talk about in this episode so that you can think about it in terms of what that means in your business so that you can take a little bit of internet generic advice and apply it to your actual situation. These are free to download. They should be available on whatever podcast thing you're listening to. If not, if you go to the link in the show notes, it will take you direct to the podcast show notes. And this is a Brewland episode, so go grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee, settle in, because I'm going to talk about how long you should spend on your content. So, how long you should spend on your content is a bit of a difficult question to answer. It's one of those that kind of asks for an answer like, how long is a piece of string? But um, if you've spent no time on your content at all, then you're going to experience a drop in sales. Maybe not immediately, but you will do. And if you are on the flip side spending all your time on content, you are very quickly going to find yourself feeling burnt out. So what is the optimal amount of time to spend on content? Now, when I first ran a business, it wasn't this one, it wasn't my content consultancy business. I had a, a different, I had a product-based business, I had a subscription box. And I had the mindset at the time that if I spent lots of time on content, that would build the brand, it would bring me sales, and it doesn't cost anything because it's just me, so it's free, right? Um, but that isn't actually the case at all. And I think a lot of people, when they're new into business, they think, right, I'll just DIY everything, I'll DIY ethic everything, and that will save money. And it's taken me quite some time to get into a different kind of mindset about this, that, that actually holds you back. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you should hire me to do your content for you. That is not what this podcast episode's about. It's about encouraging you to think differently about how long you spend on doing your content. So if you are in the position to hire someone to do your content for you, you should go and do that. If you're not, keep listening anyway, because this will really help you get thinking about how long you spend on your content. So it doesn't matter if you are an established brand, if you're a startup, if it's just you in your bedroom working or working from the kitchen table evenings and weekends, or it's you working from your kitchen table as your full-time job and it's just you doing all the hats in the business. Figuring out how much time you are spending on your content right now is so important. It means getting one of those irritating tracking apps. I don't know about you, but I hate tracking apps. I hate tracking my time, but it does have some uses. And tracking how much time you're spending on doing content. And that means everything. It means if you're doing videos, podcasts, if you're researching something, if you're writing, creating social media graphics, writing the, the copy, scheduling things, pushing it out, the amount of time you're spending on community building, the whole kit and caboodle. If it is some kind of digital marketing and that is not I'm talking about not talking about the whole of your marketing strategy I'm just talking about your digital marketing and include your newsletters in there as well and any online advertising you've got actually no don't include that do that separately um track what 
time you are spending on all the different types of content. And if you're going to be smart about this, track that time into like different categories. So you'd have, say, this is how long I've spent creating my graphics for Instagram. This is how long I've spent researching and writing my blog. This is how long I've spent pushing that blog out and things. This is how long I've spent reaching out to people. So that you have an overview of how much time is being used in different areas. And then, this is the really important part. You need to work out which of these bits of content actually lead to your goal. Now, chances are your goal is sales, but it can also be brand awareness, establishing yourself in the marketplace, or getting someone onto your email list. But really dig in and figure out which of the content actions you're taking is resulting in someone, a potential customer, moving through your user journey or your sales funnel through towards your goal. What is the, what is the cause and effect that's going on here? So when you've done that, next I want you to work out how much time you're spending on these kind of activities. For example, let's say you've written a blog and you've spent three hours creating it and then a couple of hours promoting it and maybe some community building around this on your favourite platform. And that takes, oh, I don't know, another three hours in the week. So that's three, six, seven, eight hours. That's over a full day. If you're a small startup or you're just building your marketing team, this kind of exercise, doing this, is really important because you can then work out how much you need to budget around these activities. If you're an even larger company, you probably have some insight into this, but it really helps to truly understand how long it takes to create content. And I'm going to suspect it's a lot more than anyone realises. If you're on any sort of community group, Facebook group, anything, and you see social media managers saying, you know, this comes up time and time again, people do not understand how long it takes to create the graphics and write the copy and publish it up. And then you've got to do all the follow up and the community building around it. It takes a long time, more than I think people realise. I've had people say to me, oh, it's just a bit of posting things up. And it really makes me sad. It's just a bit of posting. It's possibly the saddest statement around content that I've ever heard because it's so not true. That just a bit of posting, if done properly, taking the time over, results in just a bit of sales. So if, if you do not understand how long it takes to create content and you listen to this podcast so you don't, you know, it doing these kind of exercises can give you a look into what is the content that you need to have, what is the stuff that is immediately right now bringing in the sales, bringing in the people to your marketing newsletter, all that kind of stuff, and what is the stuff that is you'd love to create, the, the fun bits, and then you can work out the cost of creating that content. With this, you can understand the difference between the output and the leads that it brings to your business. Now, I want to remind you again that content marketing is not the same as advertising. I've done a podcast on this before. I will link to it. When it comes to content marketing, it's not a do A and you will get B sales. There's more to it than that. You can have a blog that will consistently perform and the time spent on that will absolutely pay for itself because it will bring in leads. At the same time, you can have a blog that does nothing. 
but that doesn't mean it doesn't have value, it's not worth anything. You might have used that to test out some ideas or practice getting better at creating content or it might have a completely different purpose entirely. It might have been done for another reason. It's a long-term strategy. It's not an instant, put this out, get the sales. Although that can be done. And then you might have content that needs tweaking and updating and improving before it makes an impact. But none of it means it's a waste of time. So if you're looking where you are spending your energy, you can figure out where else you need to make more of an effort. And this is about using your time more wisely. The other way of working out how long you should spend on content is how much time you have available in your week. Now, I do not recommend doing this. I'm just showing you that there are other ways to figure out how long you should spend on your content. And this is a really bad way. Um, if you go about it this way, then all that's going to happen is you're going to find things to fill that time because you're not prioritising your content marketing. You will find work to do for clients. You'll find other things to do. You know, if you want to do something, if it's priority for you, you will make time to do it. Otherwise, trying to fit in the cracks that appear in the day will not work. So it's more about working out how much time you want to invest or how much of your team's time you need to invest into content. It's about tracking it and checking it and checking in to make sure you're not creating content just for the sake of it. So if you're finding yourself spending huge chunks of time creating content, there's a couple of things you can do. You can, one, look at outsourcing it. I've talked about this at the start of the episode. This can often save you money as well, on t- as well as time because the good folks who are the content creators and the social media managers will be far faster at creating content than you are. It's their job and expertise. It's not yours, so of course they're faster. And if you're not at the point in your business yet where you can outsource or you can afford to put more resources into your business, then only do what brings money in at the moment. And so this means looking at the data and deciding what you can live without. It might mean that your growth is slower than you planned, but if you're still growing, plan in for when you can include bringing in those external people to do your content. And of course, by this point, you know how much time and money it is because you've tracked it. And there's another way, which is a, a little bit of a, a sales way, you can book into a content clinic with me. I run these one-hour content clinics and I'll help you identify what you do and don't need to cover if you're struggling to figure this out for yourself. It may be that I can find you some time that you can save on content by making better use of what you already have or by leveraging some other areas that you've missed. But it'll give you a clear idea of how you can save some time or create extra time or maybe look at what you can outsource and you can only outsource bits and you don't need to outsource other bits. It may be that you have someone in your business already and they just need a little extra helping hand with how they're doing it to make it better. Or if you've got the alternative problem that you're hardly spending any time on content at all, have a think about why this is. Is it that you don't want to do it? Then or that you start to do it and other things get in the way, or more likely that you're feeling so overwhelmed, you just think, you know, no thanks, I'm not doing this. And you focus on the other things that are bringing in leads into your business and helping you sell. So 
from behind a podcast mic, I can't tell you what you should be spending your time on when it comes to content because I'm not sat chatting to you and I'm not looking at the data. But I do know that if you look at your data, if you do those two exercises of tracking your time and then figuring out how much it's costing you, you will have all the answers you need. And I'm going to put these two exercises in the show notes for you to do. And it will show you how long you need to spend on content without it wasting your time or without missing out on that important marketing piece of your marketing puzzle entirely. So that's it for this week. Next week, I've got an amazing podcast interview with some awesome content creators. I cannot wait to share it. I will see you next week for that episode. It's truly a great one. They've got some really important things to say about content creation and it's really insightful. So I will see you next week. I hope you've enjoyed this mini episode. Goodbye.